How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Hour. Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Back-to-back wins, wins over Carolina, and then the Giants 24 to 6 to get to 7 and 7. That NFC South still still out there. And, you know, it was just that giant win. I don't mean giant win, but the New York Giant win. There's no perfect game, but that was a pretty complete game. Yeah, look, I, I thought, uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably the best way to say it is that we did some really good things on offense, defense, and special teams. You can point to uh, each area and point to a lot of positive plays and not many negative ones. I, look, we kind of started slow, I think, in the first half offensively. Um, had some opportunities, but but uh, uh, came out at the beginning of the first half, and, and I think we scored on our first three possessions um, with with sustained drives. That, that, that was all good uh, um, and good to see. There, we can talk about some individual players, but there's certain stats that, that jump out for me. And you only get to this third down stat because of the way you played on first and second down. But the Giants were two of 16 on third down. And they what they needed to get as an average on third down was 10 and a half yards. So on 16 third downs, they faced at least – 10 and a half yards is an average. That is a, a stunning stat right there. And it speaks volumes again to your third down, but also your first and second down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, when you, when you go through these games and you, and you look at, you know, situational football, if you have um, third down and, and in that, I'll call it six or less yards, your, your uh, opportunity to convert to first downs, goes up pretty dramatically. If you're seven plus, then uh, the percentages of conversion are way down. I think, yeah, we were two of six, they were two of 16. Um, I think 12 of those were seven yards plus. Um, and that that's why they were two of 16, to be honest with you. Um, thought our defense did a great job in, in situational football. Um, you know, interestingly enough, we, you know, they've done a great job this year with takeaways. And, and this was a game where we didn't really have any takeaways, but we did have, you know, two turnovers on downs. And so, you know, in my mind, those are like takeaways. Well, I know Dennis counts them uh, as takeaways. He talks about it. He talks about them all the time. Seven sacks. I don't know um, that you could set the tone any better than the way Demario Davis set the tone. Uh, I mean, he had a... 10 tackles, a sack, 
two tackles for a loss, a quarterback hit, but it was really kind of just the intensity that he kind of brought that I, I just felt set the tone. Yeah, you know, during the week, he challenged some of the veteran players, um, you know, to have a little gas in your tank. Let's see what you got. And, and look, a number of guys, Demario, Tano, um, um, you know, some of our offensive players, Alvin, and they, they responded. Um, and, and look, you're going to – oftentimes you're going to go as your veteran players and your leaders go, and, and they certainly showed up uh, last weekend. And whether he needed it or not, I don't know. He's been throwing 70% his last six games, but very impressive game for Derek Carr. Again, 70-plus. I think it was one of his – I think the six best completion percentage in his career. I mean, it was just a – it was a, it was a day – a solid day for him. And, and again, maybe he won he needed it. I don't know. Yeah, look, it was a solid day for Derek. Um, you know, he made, he made, you know, really good decisions. Um, put the ball in the right places most of the time and, and uh, look, our players, you know, made plays and, and that's despite not having, um, you know, Mike Thomas or Chris Olave out there. So uh, each week it's been a little bit of a um, merry-go-round in terms of who's playing and, and the playmakers that we have on the field. And, and uh, you know, Chris wasn't able to go, but Rashid was, uh, we got uh, Taysom Hill back this week, who, interestingly enough, didn't play, didn't have a lot of production um, uh, in this particular game. He's an important player to us. Um, in each of our wins, he's played an important role, and this was one of the few games where he didn't have a lot of touches and a lot of opportunities, um, and yet we were still able to win. And no Ryan Ramchek and this offensive line, Derek Carr was sacked just one time. He, the, the touchdown he threw to Keith Kirkwood, man, he got a ton of time. I mean, this offensive line without Ryan Ramchick and Kayvon Thibodeau on the other side felt like they had, and again, and I feel like another significantly impressive performance. Yeah, look, I think I think our coaches had a good plan uh, for blocking Kayvon uh, Thibodeau, who's had a, a you know great season so far. They had a they had a good plan for him and and uh, didn't allow him to to uh, um, you know wreck the game. But it's a short week, but it's a short week for both teams. You do have to travel. Uh, we had Dr. Matt Ray on last night, and not surprisingly, he talked about the science of the body healing. And he said it's about 48 hours for most to, to about Tuesday afternoon, this afternoon at, at some point or earlier today, some longer. But it, it, is a, it is a toll on the body. But he said it's really the where you lose, and I say lose, but both teams are going through it, is it, you, it's, it's, you, the condensed time of on the field work the body will heal itself somewhere in that time but where you lose is really getting the on the field work right yeah well yeah we definitely we definitely don't have the same level of preparation that you would have in a normal week both teams are in that um, circumstance you know you don't have as much time to game plan so everything gets compressed generally the game plans get a little more simple um you rely on things that that you've done well during the season and uh, becomes a little more. I think in these circumstances, it becomes a little bit more about us as opposed to about the opponent. Um, there's still certainly that element, but but just because of the time frame uh, and the preparation time, you, ha you have to um, you know condense things. Last question of this segment before we take a break. Is there any um, advantage? 
because you have there's the first year that the NFL is doing the two Thursdays for teams that can have two Thursdays. You did it week seven to weeks week six to seven. Um, that you you at least you, you kind of have been through this 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 kind of Monday through Thursday schedule. Yeah, well, look, everybody, uh, you know, we've all had Thursday games, uh, all of us. Um, I think this is the first time where we've had uh, we've had two split apart. I think you know, one year we had a, a Thanksgiving Thursday and then played the following Thursday, but that's a normal you know one week schedule. So. Um, this is a little different. Um, you know, look, we're going to pass judgment on it based on if we win or lose, right? <laughs> That's what we do. Um, but look, the schedule is a schedule. Everyone's going to have to at some point deal with this. Um, and, you know, it, our number's up this year. So um, it'd be easier, certainly, if we didn't have to travel uh, for this second one. But look, the benefit is that, you know, we're going to have 10 days you know, after this game. So there's, there's certainly the downside of a short week, but on the other end of it, you get a longer week and, and um, we'll take advantage of that. Take a quick break. Mike Hoss along with Saints executive vice president and general manager, Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints hour back after this on the community coffee, New Orleans Saints radio network. How powerful is Cox internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Saints Hour, Mike Hoss, along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Today, the team announced that the team had voted Foster Morrow, the 2023 Ed Block Courage Award uh, for the Saints based on those who have persevered through adversity, work ethic, and clearly what what Foster did battling uh, with cancer before even really signing with this team uh, speaks volumes. It's kind of his character, and really, we we I think sometimes we forget what this what this young man has been through a short time ago. You know, it was because it was in the off season, and he's back out playing. But we I don't think we 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 don't give it maybe enough credit. Well, um, look, it's it's good that we you know have kind of put that on the back burner because that means things have gone well, right? Um, look, I was right there with with. Uh, um, with Foster when he got the, you know, diagnosis, um, that, that is about as shocking, uh, information as you can get. I think when you're going through what you think is going to be a really routine physical and, um, credit to you know, Dr. Amos and, uh, for, for, you know, discovering it number one and credit to, um, all the doctors and, and medical people that have helped him, um, get treatment for and, and overcome this. But most of all, Look, 
Foster, um, you know, his medic, his uh, mental toughness to get through that and play this season has just been really remarkable. And, and um, we're all proud of him for that. Um, it's, it's hard to, you know, you can't put yourself in those shoes unless you've been through something like that, but um, he certainly is, is deserving of the Ed Block Courage Award. And he has a kind of a larger than life. If you, those who don't know him, he's got a larger than life sense of humor. I mean, he is, uh, and, but he's kind of taken this, not surprisingly, um, and turned it into, you know, you play offense, uh, making that his message. Uh, get your cancer screenings, get those medical checkups, do the things that nobody wants to do, but you need to do it. Yeah, look, he's one of those guys. And look, I think I think um, I would say virtually every player on our team is 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 like this, is they're going to take some adversity and turning it, turn it into something positive. That's just it's part of being um, a high achiever that which all these guys are. They're high achievers. Right. They can can deal with they've all dealt with adversity in their life in one form or another, and they've all. Uh, come out the other side of it stronger and better. And they all have the capacity to transfer that uh, to the community and to the people around them. And, and Foster certainly one of those guys. He's, he's really upbeat, really positive. He does have uh, uh, what I would say is a quirky sense of humor. Um, and, and look, I think in some ways it was a blessing that, that uh, this was discovered and he was able to come home to, New Orleans and and be surrounded by uh, a pretty big support system here. Um, but all credit to to Foster. And quite frankly, it is that character of the entire team that you talk about. And it's not really a question, but that's how they become saints. That's how they get into the locker room. It, it is that that kind of character. And we we talk about this every week, but I don't know that it's been so Las Vegas loses to Minnesota 3-0, then they win the next week 63-21. Seattle beats Philly last night. Carolina beats Atlanta. I don't know that – I don't know that – I actually don't like the word parity because that makes it sound like it's not good, right? I think these are good teams. 7-7 seven and seven feels like a, a different 7-7 seven and seven than in years past. Maybe it is parity, but there's nothing that surprises you in the NFL these days. Well, look, listen, we I've said this before. Uh, lots of people have said it. The the difference between winning and losing in the NFL is is uh, um, really small. Um, there's not a team in, in the NFL that can't beat another team. There's not a um, there's not a great team in the NFL that can't lose to the team that has the worst record. It, it the, the margins are so small that. Um, any of the variables that happen during the course of a game can change the outcome of a game. And so you just have to be conscious of that. You have to, you know, just keep grinding. Um, as long as you have a chance uh, to make the playoffs, you just keep grinding. And then even then you, you keep grinding because uh, look, winning a game is, is really difficult and it's an accomplishment regardless of what your record is. You could see, you know, I saw the end of the Carolina game and just man, the, the, um, the relief, the, the joy that those guys got from winning a game, um, you know, speaks volumes. Uh, it speaks volumes as to their commitment and their passion for for the game. And and uh, I think we all, all need to keep that in mind uh, as we watch these games. 
Need to take our second break. This is Mike Koss along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. This is the Saints Hour. We're back after this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back. This is the Saints Hour. Mike Koss along with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis uh, at the owners' meetings in Dallas. Um, was there? I know other than I know the Super Bowl in twenty-seven. So far, we're we are heading for Thursday. Was there a lot of officiating talk or is it that come later when more of the committees get together yeah look uh, um you know i'm on a couple committees there was a little bit of discussion about officiating about uh you know the way things are are, are uh, going this season we got some statistics and and some trends um there'll be a, obviously a much bigger discussion after the end of the season and and all the information's in um you know, they expanded the number of international games, uh, I think, from four to eight um, uh, for down the road so that they can take uh, the NFL football to a few other markets. Um, let's see what else. I, I can't remember too many other things that obviously there's discussions about, you know, a lot of different topics. Um, I think primarily in the owners meeting, they're discussing a lot of business issues, but um, there were a few uh, football issues uh, discussed. I'm asking this question not because of your team, but because I've seen it uh, several other times, and it feels like there needs to be some clarity versus what I would call an Aussie punt <laughs> or someone who happens to take two steps in one direction, right? Because I, I feel like there's – I've seen it several times where I don't, I'm not sure, you know, there's a difference, right? Well, yeah, look, I mean, th when, when you do the, uh, the rugby style or Aussie punt, whatever you call it, and you're, you're um, rolling out effectively before you punt it, you lose some of the protections, not all of them, but you lose some of the protections that um, the normal punt would get, punter would get. Um, you know, where that line, you know, exactly where that line is, I'm not sure. Um, Look, I, it was a good call, you know, um, the week before when when, when we got the, uh, um, you know, when we got the roughing in the kicker, that was a good call, I thought. And then and then the week before when when we didn't that I mean, that's the rule. So uh, we have to understand that and, and, you know, act accordingly. It's as we often talk about, it's not really who you play, but when you play them. And there would have been a time this year when you looked at the Rams maybe differently. Uh, they've won four of their last five, and if you go back to that, uh, the loss was the Baltimore game, which they kind of, I won't say had in hand, but they they had that game in pretty good situation until Baltimore scored late, and then uh, the punt returned to enter. They could have easily have won uh, their last five. This is a team with Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup and Kyron Williams that, that will be a very, very formidable opponent on Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've got they've got uh, well-coached. Uh, they've got a heck of an offense with a veteran quarterback who's, who's been one of the better players in our league for, for quite some time. And they have, you know, weapons um, in Cooper Cup and this rookie receiver, uh, Puka. They've got a good running back that, you know, their offensive lines played well. They've got, you know, a, a player a tight end that they can go to. So they, they are a dangerous team um, and can put up a lot of points. I think they've put up a lot of points in the last four yeah. or five weeks. Like you know they didn't have thirty-three or thirty-nine. They didn't have you know their best receiver, Cooper Cup, at the beginning of the season. So 
um, you know, that may explain some of their early struggles, but, but yeah, they're a good football team and, and we're going to have to have our A game to be competitive. Is there any, not advantage, but certainly because you played there and so far against the Chargers, and by the way, it, we had an earthquake and a hurricane. And so, and it's supposed to rain Thursday night again. So I'm just, but there is some, it's, you know, whenever you go into any new building, it's, it's tough. But this team has, you know, for the most part, to have played in this building that's not a division game, you know, it's got to help a little bit. Yeah, look, I think whenever you're familiar with the surroundings, that that, that does help a little. I, 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 you know, I don't think it's going to make the difference in winning or losing or anything like that. But we've been to, uh, we've been to the stadium. We're familiar with it. Um, familiar with the turf. That's probably the more important thing is just getting used to, you know, the footing and, and uh, the turf itself. And, and so we've, we've had a chance to do that earlier this year. We will end it where um, we didn't have a chance to talk about it last week because you were in Dallas. You got win number 200 and you've already gotten win number 201. I, I feel like maybe 201 was probably, you know, more relaxing and you got it out of the way because you already had 200 and you've already passed somebody. You passed Ozzie Newsom uh, <laughs> with, with, with 201. Um, I'm sure it was fun in Dallas. I'd be around your peers uh, and to, to have, you know, have that under your belt. Yeah, look, that's um, it's not something that I kept track of. You know, I was made aware of it by actually uh, um, Jeff Duncan a few weeks back. And, you know, I, I accused him of lying at first. He said, ah, that's not I'm not close to that. And then, you know, you start looking it up and and, uh, you know, I talked to Doug Miller. And look, the thing that is, um, I guess, satisfying is that, man, the list of guys that are in that group of, of 200 you know, Ozzy, who's a good friend of mine, he's a great general manager, um, great person. Kevin Colbert, who doesn't get nearly enough credit for um, the job he did for many, many years in Pittsburgh. Um, Bill Polian, who's a close friend of mine and, and a guy that I've always admired and aspired to be like. Um, it's just, it's, you know, it's nice to be uh, um, on any list that those guys are on Jerry Jones, you know, as an owner, Al Davis. I mean, that those guys, um, yeah, you know, I just think so much of all the people on that list that, you know, but here's what I said too, is that look, 200 wins is great. It's, you know, one of the reasons I got into team sports is I just love the feeling of you get when you win. Right. But I didn't really think about how awful you feel when you lose and, and, you know, I've done that 150 times as GM. That doesn't feel very good either. But, um, and 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 but but it was it's a fun to mark a milestone. Um, yeah, but I, I don't I don't I, honestly I haven't really thought a lot about it since then. And what this team has done finally is, is what they talk about: play within themselves. It's it's about the Saints and let's stack success. And then stack wins, and and that's what you have to do. You have to stack success, and then you stack wins, and, and just see see what happens in the end. See where this thing lands. Yeah, you just look. You you play the game. You put it behind you, and and you look forward to the next game, and just focus solely on it. And uh, if you do that, generally good things can happen. So just keep preparing and and uh, get yourself ready to play, and then we'll see where it all ends up. All right, sir. Appreciate your time as always. Let's get 202 on Thursday night and move on from there. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you in Los Angeles.
Thank you, Mike. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.